Welcome to Make Your Impact, the podcast for ambitious women who want to lead and make their impact on the world. I'm Emma Elder, a confidence coach who is here to inspire, support and encourage you to say no to a life that makes you feel unfulfilled. We have one opportunity to make our time on earth matter. Life is too short to be stuck in a place of fear, lack and doubt over our greatness. There is no other person on the planet like you who says it like you or does it like you. And once you learn to leap with your fear and believe you are good enough, anything is possible. All that success, abundance and the impact that you dream of creating is already yours. So if you are ready to make your impact, let's go. Hi beautiful In today's episode, we are going to be discussing inner child healing. Um, So this is something that I've wanted to talk about for quite some time. Um, I'm going to be discussing kind of like what it is and of course like the impact that this work can have on pretty much every single part of your life. Like, I'm seriously mean that it can impact you from the way you enter the room, the way that you interact with others, the actions and the the risks that you're willing to take, even the way that you're speaking to yourself, and most of all, just generally how you feel about yourself. Like, these are the most important transformative shifts um, that happen for my clients when I do this work. And I really believe that inner child healing is the foundations of your self-esteem and confidence, in my opinion. (laughs) Um, And I know that I often mention inner child, like your inner child in many of my podcast episodes, but I haven't ever really covered it in depth. But now feels like the right time for that. Um, To be too super transparent about why I haven't done it before now, um, it's because this um this work as i said is easily the most transformate transform oh my goodness transformative transformative <laughs> oh my gosh it's the most transformative part of what i do there we go um and so i i had wondered for a little while if i was going to be giving away a bit too much for free by doing this episode and of course like while i love doing what i do i love to serve you incredibly valuable free podcasts every week. It's one of my favorite things to do every week. I'm also here running a business. And so I absolutely deserve to hold some things back for my clients, for the people that are paying for my services. Um, Because if I was giving it all away for free, it would also be a disrespect to them. Um, And I've also zero shame in saying that, you know, I want to get paid for my knowledge and my skills, like doesn't everyone. So um, this has been like a conversation that has been happening within my mind. But I changed my mind on why I wanted to do this episode and I before I get into everything about in their child I thought it would just be really helpful for me to share um because like whilst I know that this podcast episode is definitely going to be really invaluable and probably worth paying for in my opinion um I also know that the transformation that I create with my clients is only partly to do with this level of understanding and the next levels of transformation are going to be like the the bits where you really make those lifelong changes that 
can really only be achieved from having a skilled coach who knows the upright questions to ask you, essentially. So essentially what I'm saying here is I believe my worth and value as a coach, like I believe in my worth and value as a coach, sorry. Um, And I'm not just sharing this to brag, of course, I'm sharing this because if you too have this conversation with yourself, if you're a business owner, if you have this conversation questioning about how much you can give away for free and whether there's going to be anything left of value that you can give to your your clients that are playing, um, then this in itself is something to address within your self-esteem and your your self-belief. So... If this rings true for you, then you are absolutely in the right place because we are going to be diving so much deeper into understanding who, like what your inner child is. Um, And this is definitely without doubt going to help you support to believe in yourself more when you create more awareness of this. So let's get into it, starting with what your inner child actually is. So Your inner child is how you react and feel to external events in the present moment that are rooted from your experiences as a child. So from the moment you were born until around seven or eight years old, you and your brain are the most malleable. And this is because you haven't got a fully formed frontal lobe yet, which is the area on literally kind of what it says on the tin, the front part of your brain almost across your forehead. Um, And your frontal lobe is where you access logical thought, you have understanding of your emotions, it's where you can problem solve, you have self-control, you're able to have reasoning and hold judgments, it's also where you learn muscle control and movements, memory storage, and it's also where you develop your unique personality. And so this makes sense as to why um, when you are seven to eight years old, you are so malleable, you know, you're learning all these skills right from like literally learning to use your tongue to speak and walk and like crawl and walk, etc. And obviously all of those other high executive functioning parts that I just mentioned before. And your frontal lobe isn't actually even fully developed until you're around 25, um, like your mid-20s. And so during those early years, when you're like seven to eight years old, your ability to think, essentially your, your intelligence, is a product of your environment and the influence of anyone and anything else around you. You cannot filter information during this period of your life. So it's during these years that you pick up like helpful beliefs such as like, I'm a kind person. This me, this doing this means I'm kind and limiting beliefs like um, maybe this is where you learned that you, your parents might have said to you all the time, like, you have to work really, really hard for money. And this has become like a limiting belief for you. Like having money means you can only work really, really hard. However, during these years, when you're like not seven, eight years old, um, you wouldn't be hearing this in a narrative in terms of thoughts or judgments. But what you would experience is emotional reactions, both good and bad, to you know, certain situations and experiences at that time, and then like how it made you feel. So this is why your inner child is responsible for how you react and feel to external events 
within the present moment. So you're basically, your brain is rooting back to what it knows about how you felt in those early years and then bringing that information to the forefront of your brain to like essentially trigger you to react and behave in a certain way based on those previous past experiences. But (laughs) the great news for you listening to this is that, of course, you've probably known by now you're a fully formed adult with a fully formed frontal lobe, if you're over 25, of course. Um, And so you do have the ability to filter information and to question thoughts, to challenge them, to find more logical or rational or even positive perspectives. Um, Essentially, you have the ability to think and feel for yourself now about like the attitudes and behaviors you want to use so as an ambitious female in your business or a career-driven successful woman it is vital in my opinion that you are doing this work because it supports you to have a much deeper understanding about who you are like why you feel triggered by certain situations and then how to get out of your own way and this is what changes your self-esteem because essentially you're creating awareness to rewire your beliefs um, that you hold about yourself and the world around you. So I'm going to get even deeper with you now on the details and examples about where you might notice your inner child showing up so that you can notice her and support her. Um, And I want to add here that actually your inner child is not all bad. (laughs) She's also the reason that you have fun and enjoy yourself. Like she's the free spirit in you. And so we have all of the love and we want to embrace our inner child um, because she obviously enables us to not be so serious every minute of every day. But it's also your inner child's child who is probably getting in your way because by feeling and responding to certain situations in the way that she is it's getting in your way because it's distorting the facts of what's really happening um and it prevents you from seeing things in a bit more of an accurate or more rounded view so what ways will you notice your inner child so as a summary really you will even notice yourself being cooperative spontaneous compliant or resistant resistant sorry or immature um so I'm going to give you some more detail and examples so you kind of understand what I'm talking about (laughs) um so to start with your inner your cooperative inner child so she will show up in situations when you need to cooperate obviously um but also when you need to compromise or be considerate modest and even do things that you don't really want to do because there are other potential good outcomes so for example that could be like exercising regularly even when you absolutely can't be bothered um or you might notice your cooperative in the child showing up by not parking too far onto the curb so that prams and wheelchairs can still get past your car or you might notice yourself checking if anyone needs something when you pop to the shops or you might see yourself just generally putting others before yourself however the opposite side the polar opposite side of your cooperative inner child is your compliant or resistant inner child and she will show up in situations where you feel triggered by um like how you responded to parental messages growing up especially when there are boundaries or restrictions in place so we all respond differently because that's what makes us human we're all unique so for some of us it might be here in our um 
compliant or resistant child that you notice your good girl showing up. And so she's going to be saying what's expected. She might be behaving kind of shyly. She, you might notice her giggling in certain situations that feel uncomfortable. She's avoiding conflict. She's avoiding criticism. However, for others of us, it creates a complete opposite response where actually we just resist or rebel against the rules. And you might notice a mixture of both or all of these in your life. And I actually think it's really fascinating when you do notice yourself doing these things. Um, So as you all know, I've spoken about it many times before. I've lived my whole life being the good girl. Like I think, looking back, I was taught really well about how to be respectful of my elders in terms of like my parents, my grandparents, my teachers, my aunties, my uncles. Um, but I would really say that it's only become only been since I've become an adult and kind of took it upon my own self to go on my own personal development journey that I have learned how to be more respectful and understanding of my own feelings, my own wants and my own needs. And I, I wonder if that rings true for you, if you also identify as being the good girl. Um but despite being the good girl, um, I do also notice the resistant um, in a child showing up in areas of my life. So she will be struggling to say sorry first and definitely struggling to put the bins out even when they are literally piling up. <laughs> um, so yeah, what comes up for you here? Like what are the polar opposites of you that come up between your compliant and your resistant or rebellious inner child? Um, next, you may also notice you have a spontaneous inner child, um, and she will be someone who is feeling deeply, expressing how you feel emotionally, You're, she's developing creative ideas, she's someone who feels awe and that kind of like wow response, so for example, if you like, I went for a walk somewhere, I don't know, Snowdonia in Wales or something and you see this incredible scenic scene, scene in front of you in nature that you've never seen before and you feel this like sense of awe like that is your spontaneous child she is the place where you essentially experience joy however again she has a polar opposite side which is your um immature child And she responds to the world childishly. She's impulsive and reckless and perhaps even inconsiderate. Um, And you might notice your inner child, your immature inner child showing up and being triggered during conflict or criticism. So, for example, if somebody is giving you constructive criticism, um, whether that's feedback on your program, whether that's um, a boss or a manager at work giving you some feedback in your like review, your immediate response to being told how to do something might be your immature inner child saying, well, I'm just not going to do whatever it is that you say me, you say that I should do. Um, or you may also notice like impulsive behaviors from your immature child. Um, and she will show up in situations that feel uncomfortable. So, um, perhaps this might mean that you notice yourself mindless, mindlessly emotionally eating, like even though you have awareness that it won't help you feel better because you're feeling triggered and uncomfortable about something. Or um, it can even be procrastinating or avoiding doing a task because it feels difficult and you worry about failure. Like the the procrastinating is kind of like an impulsive 
response to avoid you know to avoid the uncomfortable feeling that comes up and this is this is part of your inner your immature inner child responding in this scenario so I have given you quite the whistle stop tour of who your inner child is so now I think it's quite important for you to be taking the next steps and I think you'll want to do that too having listened to this so what is the next steps like how can you change so I would recommend doing your own reflections on the examples of how your inner child is supporting you and interfering with you to deepen your own self-awareness of where this is showing up in your life you might want to probably go back and listen to that and pause and pause it as I spoke about all of the examples and then write out your own ones um, so that you feel really sure that you're covering everything. And then over the next week or coming weeks, just spend time noticing when you see your inner child show up, like pause for a moment in any of those situations where she isn't serving you and think about how you can step into your adult self because as you know, you now have you know fully formed frontal lobe you have the ability to think and feel for yourself and so this means that you get to question what is happening here and choose to think again so you might want to be thinking about like how can you help your child your inner child feel safe and secure because that's so fundamental to her doing something differently she needs to feel safe and secure then you want to think about how you can support your inner child to feel like everything that she is feeling is valid because that is so important there is nothing worse than somebody telling you that you shouldn't feel how you feel and you probably have experiences of that reflecting back in your in your childhood when that happened I know I certainly did um and then you want to think about like how can you lead her how can you show her there is another way of approaching this that will actually create better outcomes and, and when you start practicing this, you will really notice huge shifts in how you feel about yourself, also how you're communicating with others and the action that you're able to take that you didn't probably think was possible for you before because your inner child was kind of ruling the roost, if you like, and, and making you stay stuck and holding, holding yourself back, shrinking yourself. I would absolutely love, I say this in every episode, but I genuinely mean it, I really would love to hear what's landed for you in this conversation today and what examples have come up for you and what you're going to do to try and support yourself, your inner child, to feel more nurtured and safe and secure to do things differently and start taking up space. And if you know that this is really a block for you, and you want those like next levels of transformations to get out your way, then I have great news because I have capacity in March to start working together one-to-one with my three-month private mentorship. So as I said, I use this within my my private mentorship working with my paying clients and it has shifted so, so much for them. Um, So much so that a previous client has got really close to be achieving goals within the next year that she didn't initially think she would be capable of achieving until about five to ten years time and having done this work and shifted so many blocks for her and taking much more courageous consistent action talking to herself in a completely different way she's found herself in a position where she just literally can't believe it and I mean we both tear up every time we talk about it it's just crazy um and so 
I am not kidding when I say that this work really creates unreal lifelong transformations not to mention just even how different you feel in yourself waking up anymore because you really aren't here to be wasting your time on earth criticizing your every move and keeping yourself small holding yourself back and I will help you working with you one-to-one to take up space, to be celebrating yourself like no one else does and to live a life of freedom which feels far more peaceful and fun. So if this feels like a hell yeah, I really, really need this, then you know where I am if you want to chat about how to get started. But for now, I'm going to wish you take it to take care and I will catch you on the next episode as always.